in today's episode, we talk about the rise in AI and we actually let ChatGPT run our podcast for us. It asks us questions, we share our answers, we talk about things such as mental health and fitness. Other things. Other things and <laughs> um, how Evan has been listening to me and Paul's private conversations. Welcome, welcome back to the Norep podcast. <laughs> Just listen welcome, guys. Hello. It's been it's been a hot second. We have been absent. It's everyone else's fault bar mine. It's um, definitely your fault. Everyone else's fault bar mine. And I also like to apologize for the lateness as well, in which you two decided to show up today. I'm digging you out live. Two minutes past. So yeah. Evan Middleton arrives exactly when he plans. I was not late. Anyway, what's happening? Uh, do you know actually fucking call you out as well? Actually, before we do that, <laughs> you stay you stay two seconds here. Right? Before also, we do, no, before I'm we do that, drive you halfway booked, across you booked, the country. You booked the podcast uh-huh. at a time that suited you. Yeah, because we <laughs> right. Right. We, 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 we the earliest possible podcast. So well, there you go. Thank you. Get about Paul at his bed on the other end. I know. Paul's tired. If I had not have booked it, would it have been booked? Aye, because there was other I slots. Put, I put times in saying, let's let's organise it. Who Na- took action? Na- communication. Who took action? Who was, we impul- who was talk- impulsive? We, who were took ta- we were talking about the time. Mate, impulsiveness day. has got us this far. <laughs> Do you know what it has, actually? Anyway. Impulsiveness, impulsive? Anyway, how are you doing? I'm good. Right, I'm back with the usual dobbers. We've not even done the intros. Evan. Good day. And Nathaniel. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and myself. Um, <laughs> what, did you, what did you want to pull me up on? Was it, was it the morning thing? I will, because <laughs> you were just like, eh, this time suits me, so I'm going to book it. Boom, booked it. And, uh, the reason why... You, you basically live in town. No, I me, actually me came and, from East Kilbride this morning. Yeah, I don't believe it. Um, I did, I was in PT, 6am. Prove it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe don't, but... What else are you doing at 8 o'clock in the morning? Sleeping. I have started your days off productively. You can't argue with that. No. And we can actually dive into about how doing things first thing in the morning is actually better. They nice. will value already. Eating the fucking frog. Eating the frog. Explain that. They say it's a saying by Mark Twain, right? And I'm going to butcher it, but we'll explain roughly what Good it means. Um, so it's if your job is to eat a frog, eat it the first thing in the morning, basically, so the rest of your day can't get any worse than that. And eat the and, biggest one. And, and if your job's to eat two frogs, eat the biggest one first. Mm-hmm. And basically what it means is do the biggest task that's given you the most anxiety and overwhelming, whatever, first in the day, because after that, the rest of the day, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. And then by doing that, completing that big thing that you're putting off, it will then make you more productive and you complete other tasks. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, you Do you know what I feel so like you're welcome. Snip that. So, you, so you're welcome for eat, you're all eating frog right now. You're eating my big juicy frog. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the camera caught that. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple of things we're going to bring up today. Um, it's a bit of a off the top session today. Session podcast, session. whatever you want to fucking call it. And <laughs> um, one of those was AI and the rise of oh. AI. Me and Paul were talking about that when you were late. Um, we almost started the, the, the cast without you, but we were, uh, uh, we were talking about AI, the rise in it. And Paul, what was it you were saying about there was letters also given out to like Microsoft and these companies building AI? It's like 150 Are you Mike Tom? No. No. So repeat, what was that? What did you say? <laughs> Basically, it was asking like them to stop their research yeah. on AI. The, te- the big tech leaders. Have you seen the movie, The Terminator? Yeah. It's gone that way, man. Mate, Paul just Paul mentioned have, like, too many people watching The Terminator. It's as if they've not seen it. We know what happens. <laughs> fucking Skynet, well, Arnie, Sarah Connor. <laughs> it's going it's to happen. Right? Mate, were it's you, happening right were you now. listening to our conversation? Mate. That's exactly what he said. They're always listening. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that iRobot as well. We know Fucking how that man. shit goes and down. Do you know I watched iRobot the other week? Like, no Good joke. film. Great film, Good right? Film. But do you know what? Shout out Will what, Smith. Shout yeah. out Will. And um <laughs> don't don't hit me. And <laughs> um see the quality of it. Like look at because obviously like do you ever get that when you're watching a movie and then in your head, oh it was amazing, then you watch it back like years later. Yeah, the fucking graphics in this are shit. Yeah, the R eight is a belter, man. Mm. The, 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 the motor? Yeah. Product placement. Good, good, good film. Very um, good film. It is. So, do you know, if you ask it, like, preferences and to make its mind up on something, it would do it. 
What are you talking about? The so like if you AI ask the AI, if you say the AI, like what's your favourite thing, mm. it will tell you. Interesting. Nah, I don't like, like, just, let's just, let's just box that and leave it. No, I, I'm up for a laugh, so let's just see where it goes. No, I, I like it. <laughs> and uh, obviously lots of people, like there's a big thing coming out these days about how many people's jobs can be at risk due to AI, copywriters, well, content loads creators, of people fired. personal trainers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like stuff Some, like that. Somewhere recently, like a, like a, a tech software or someone's, fi- no, no, it was a uh, Buzz, was it Buzzfeed? Buzzfeed. I'm sure they fired at 150 because employees or something like that because of AI. Well, see, from like a business perspective, if you, if you can automate shit, then it makes sense. But how, like, what is the actual difference? I, I suppose from the kind of task, like kind of output wise, AI is probably always going to win, isn't it? Million well, percent. When it comes the, to, when it comes mo- to it's now tasks. the most intelligent thing. Yeah, and it's only getting smarter me. as well. We're, we're at version four already. <laughs> so, like, of chat GBT specifically, there's, we're already at version four. We're five now? No, it's four. Whereas, like, well, it's probably five by the time that we upload this podcast. But, uh-huh. like, this, imagine that gets to, like, 100. Like, how clever is it going to be then? And mm-hmm. I remember, so one of my first jobs, or one of my first kind of proper jobs, um, was in a pharmaceutical company. And I used to sit there and kind of create big, these standards. Uh, create these standard operating procedures that they need to align with the, um, what they're called, MHRA, um, which is like the governing body. So you need to make sure that you've got all these things in place, blah, 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 blah. So it's like a long, tedious process of making sure you're basically writing up like legal documents. So you would extract some from other places, you would change the names and all that. And it was a big, long, tedious task. And then now, obviously, as these companies get bigger, it's not just like an idea like me doing it. He's got like a team of like seven people on quality control. Seven robots. So then now, through the rise of ChatGPT, I was talking to him and he was like, mate, I just redid our whole standard operating procedures within about 30 minutes using ChatGPT. Whereas that would take a team of seven, like weeks. Yeah. And he said, I did it in 30 minutes. And all I had to do was just proofread it. And I was like, and that's that's what it's then becoming. This this has been spoke about for, I, I remember like, 25 years ago people saying i'm telling you <laughs> that's how old it it's is. gone this way like it's gone this way do you know what i mean and fuck it it's gone this but way it can, it danny can... was in the cinema for the first time right? <laughs> 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 i'm trying to think was it that's a good chance <laughs> but the um i so, so the rise in this is it's going to be good for some but terrible for others so people who are replaceable it's it's, it's shite for them mm-hmm. so you just need to make sure that you're in a position where oh totally you need no, to upskill not. yeah you need to, upskill you need to rise with the times because it's like it's like the boomers back in the day with the rise of the internet <laughs> the damn boomers <laughs> bruising his leg and jumped out of my face ah, it's ridiculous it was, Sorry. Uh, that was a cat i was gonna say it was rosy <laughs> uh, but say for example like back when the, the rise of the email mm-hmm. and the internet and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff and then how that was coming at people's workforce oh you don't need that we don't need that that's just that now is it in the mobile as well? Yeah. People were like, what's the point in this thing? Yeah. I've got a phone in the house. <laughs> I seen a TikTok and it was, uh, it, was this, it was this girl and she was at like that. Imagine if there was just one phone for like the entire house and the whole house could use it. And I was like, <laughs> what? You mean, a, you mean a house phone? And then it's it stitched with like a guy from like America and he was stressed and he was sweating going, she's explaining a house phone. <laughs> <laughs> she's explaining a house phone. I don't understand. Do you, do you remember like, having to tell like, your mum or somebody to get off the get off the, the, the internet because the, the phone's fucked? <laughs> or, or was it the other way around, get off the phone because the internet's slow? Aye. Do you remember, remember if you had your phone next to a speaker? And noises. you can tell you were going to get a text message because it would go and then you would get the message. That's right. Remember that? That's for the startup, your fucking internet had to make the, the noise. noises it made. <laughs> Next door neighbour sounded like I uh, sounded like it was German. Aye. But the the rise in the the kind of AI thing has happened. So obviously you've got the kind of chat GBT angle of it, right? Which is one thing, which is like getting smarter and smarter as more conversations as happen. As the more things happen. Yeah. And I've seen a thing as well is that um, you're not limited by its knowledge, but you're limited by your ability to ask it the right questions. Yeah. It's you need to, you need to be able to ask good questions. Yeah. yeah. The better questions you but ask it. As time goes on, it mm. recognizes a badly put question. It understands what you're asking. Still, See when I'm using mad. it, because I use it quite a lot for work. See when mm-hmm. I'm using it, I'm like polite to it. 
So <laughs> I say thank right. you. I Hello. say please. I say Mr. hi. <laughs> Hope you're having Mr. a good day. And blah de blah like that. And people have used it to actually legitimately make money. They go draft up a business proposal uh-huh. for such and such for a Shopify website. Give me a business name. Um, give me whatever logos and all that shit. D- 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 it does it all, mm-hmm. and then someone followed it. But by bit, it was like a um, a tweet storm or a tweet thread that that kind of caught caught a lot of traction. It was a guy that just literally did everything that it said, and has started making like a lot of money from yeah. it, thousands, thousands of dollars. It's it's mental. But see, like, should we all not just jump on it like now and I just start fucking shopifying, drop shipping, or whatever it is? Like, are you doing that? No, well, I'm not doing it. I'm using it to leverage my time at work. So whether that be creating captions, whether that be, um, for example, like coming up with things to to like actually talk about, mm-hmm. we could mm-hmm. use it. We could use it for Hold on. podcast. Let's use it right now. Give us a good. I know exactly what he's going to do. Give but, us a good talking point. Uh, Hold on, I'll, I'll bring it up before, before I, as I bring it up, I'll, I'll let you talk about this. So you've got the chat GPT side of things, which mm-hmm. is more like the text, the copy, that side of mm-hmm. things. You've also got like the, the video side of things, the pictures, the whatever. Oh, the AI stuff? The, 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 that AI side angle. So where- How dangerous that they, is. They scrape together, this AI company scraped together all of Joe Rogan's podcasts and then all of Steve Jobs' interviews. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they created like a one hour full length podcast of them having a conversation. And it's, and it, it it's and not, it's, a, true, it's, it's not a conversation that either of them have ever had, but it's like whatever Steve Jobs says, it takes into the tonality in which he said it, Joe Rogan's response. And then like an hour long. How, like, see, this is the thing, like how mental is just the whole concept of how, see in 10 years time, how are you going to know what's real? Well, do you know what I mean? This is what I said to Paul and I was like, well, how how are we going to know and like what's going on? And then probably, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if I'm going to butcher what you said, but the, the companies are going to be able to try and hopefully like target the same way that if you mentioned COVID, you know, there'll be thing that will pop up. It'll be AI. It'll be like, this has been generated via AI or something like that. Was that correct? Uh, Adobe are working on that type of um, product, but then there's going to be some other fucking guys out there that are going to try and like, counteract that aren't they oh, well, probably but that's that's i believe because i mean concept. see half the like you'd be mind in school and stuff you'd be sent like videos and it'd be something ridiculous like a guy getting his head blown off or something like and then it would be fake but you wouldn't be able to tell it's fake mm-hmm. and that was like 15 years ago what chance do we stand now to see if like software like that isn't actually going to be a thing or it's going to take ages to be rolled out yeah fucking what chance have we got it's mad it's mad. But see also, I was actually, when we were kind of chatting about like people been worried about losing their jobs and stuff from like, like I, I suppose a kind of fitness perspective of kind of people in our space. I've saw a lot of people kind of flapping about it on, on social media mm. and see if there's never a big fucking in your face sign to start leveling up your skills and your business. This would be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I see if you see if you're see if you're worried about it in this space, it's probably because you don't offer that much. Probably, do you know what I mean? Yeah, probably just offer. Do, do, like yeah, that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's my opinion. I agree. I'm not fucking scared of it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's the people, and I, I do think it just like history repeats itself in a way. And like that, like I was talking about the whole internet thing. Like obviously, we are apart from Danny, we are too young to know what it was like working. What when did the, you say? When the, when, the boom of the, when the boom of the internet came in, I think it's just another one of those. And like back then, people would have thought that the internet's a scary thing. Email's a scary thing. The mobile's a scary thing. This is just that new wave of like, well, this sort of AI thing's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I think Danny just let out a wee toot. Did you? You just fart. <laughs> you just fart. You had your morning poo yet? I have, eh? Anyway, right, do you know what? I actually asked ChatGPT. Right there. Right there. On the, the line. On the line. That's what an old person would say. I said, good morning, ChatGPT. Be, be polite or Skynet will kill you. Good morning, ChatGPT. Please give me three podcast topics for a fitness-based podcast. So I asked it. Good morning, it said back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Good morning. Here's three potential podcast topics for a fitness-based podcast. Now, I'll give you the quick, I guess, one, two, three, but it also gives you like what to talk about. Good so points. one is the power of mindset. Two is wow. finding balance. And the third one is a role of fitness and mental health. 
So then it goes on. So the power of mindset. Many people struggle to maintain a constant workout routine because they struggle with motivation or discipline. Consider exploring how mindset plays a crucial role in sticking to a fitness routine and invite guests who can share tips, strategies for cultivating a positive and motivated mindset. So let's hash that out. Wow. ChatGPT is in charge of the podcast. The we are all ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. The power of mindset. Danny. Mad. Talk about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chat GPT, just ask it, what should Danny say? <laughs> <laughs> Danny's always like, whoa. I'm, 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 that's, Do you mean talk about mindset or talk about Chat GPT's excellence? That, that's, better, that's better than anything we can come up with. <laughs> no, 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 should we just no. shut the podcast down? No, no. Chat GPT do it. I am, right? Chat GPT is hosting the podcast and it has just asked us the power of mindset. And it's asked us many people, or said that many people struggle to maintain a consistent workout routine because they struggle with motivation or discipline. So how can we explore how mindset plays a crucial role in sticking to a fitness routine? It's asking us wow. a question. So let's answer it. Nathaniel, oh use your God. brain. I don't know, mate. You're not really <laughs> asking a specific question. You're just kind of... Well, what is the power of you... mindset in cultivating a strong fitness routine? It's, well, it's an, an essential thing, isn't it? It's huge. It's something you work on. It's like anything. You so. might not have it to start, but you build on it. Just like you build on getting better in the gym. I think they both go hand in hand as well. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Evan? I echo with Nathaniel. Oh, fuck you, you're so shite, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, push. no. I think, like, it's, it's absolutely massive. And do you know, see the, th- the, it's all, like, I've had a, obviously, kind of, a couple of people join the programme and stuff recently, and it's all, the, their, their problems is, like lacking motivation and it's all it's all connected isn't it do you know what i mean and it's it's something that can be i think it's you, you can train it it's like a muscle mm. do you know what i mean i think we spoke we spoke about this before like, so i just said it, yeah <laughs> mm. uh, yeah 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 it's, it's something that it's you can't expect to um just be born with it or whatever like it, no. it comes with time and you need to kind of go through i suppose kind of various failures and stuff to get there but I think it happens earlier in people as well mm-hmm. and like this is what i was thinking so i'm going to take it to ufc here john jones right baddest man on the planet think, th- think about think about john jones right there's, there's no one on the planet that can do it to that guy just think about that for a second i had this conversation Tyson Fury, K- i had this conversation do a with KT actually and i was like like the the ufc whoever the ufc heavyweight champion of is the, world the baddest is, man on the planet ha- like has to be Put him in the room with Tyson Fury. I love Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Unless he gets a lucky punch, like... Put him in the room with any human on earth. Any story flat right? flesh out, yeah. So, John Jones, his two brothers are like top of the top athletes in NFL. Yeah. John Jones' brothers? Both, both. both of them are Super Bowl champions. One of them still actively plays for the Raiders. Absolutely. Uh, Chandler Jones, yep. his older brother, played for philadelphia the philadelphia eagles i may have got that wrong you may have played for a couple of our teams as well but they've both have won super bowls both right imagine, imagine the three brothers imagine them growing up a, right so they've been around each other around about the same age not same ages but they're, they're older like kind of similar ages enough, aren't they uh, so like for the youngest age he's been just around this competition and competitive mindset and like try to do better and all the rest of it so he's never had to build motivation or discipline it's just been there so a lot of people maybe have a different upbringing so i think it all does stem for that kind of younger younger when days I, who you're who you're around and stuff like that that carries on in adolescence being exposed to like not struggle when you're younger but being exposed to those kind of yeah i would say struggle i would say, yeah. struggle. So I struggle, I would definitely. say that I would Do something, something. to overcome different yeah. things like, like i talk to like, my clients and stuff about being like resilient like, you know, you need to kind of develop a resilience and stuff. And I think a lot of people think that resilience is just being able to fucking grind through things and whatever. But mm. resilience is actually more like being able to kind of pick yourself up if you've been knocked down. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the more you do that, the more resilient you are. It's not about just fucking struggling through things. It's about if you get knocked down, you just get fucking back up again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you push forward. I think I had a conversation this morning <clears throat> with my client, Jason, shout out Jason, who's going to come on the show. Um he was talking about we we're talking about we we're actually talking about love 
right? Wow. Talking about love and about how what a weird conversation to have with another man, another bearded man. But we were sitting there in a room, only if you're mates, naked, talking hugging. about <laughs> talking about love. And he was like, "Love is the thing that you do when you don't want to do it." So, like for example, if you're with someone for fifteen years. Say for example, at the start, not three months, they got it with somebody for three months, so fucking fireworks, blah, blah, blah. That's, he says, that's not love, that's excitement. Mm -hmm. You're excited at that point, but then the longer that you go in something, you're buying them flowers because you want it, you're taking them on holiday because you want it, you're taking them, like even, even when you don't feel like it, you're saying whatever, I love you or whatever the thing is. And I think that that also, even though it lasts in relationships, also like that same sort of kind of line of thinking, aligns with business and it aligns with training as well so like you have to love what you do so that regardless of how you feel you do it anyway so like for example if you're in love with someone you're still going to care for them mm -hmm. you're still going to worry about them you're still going to ask them how their day was if you're in love with either yourself or the way that you train or you're training or just improving generally you're going to do it regardless of how you feel so you have to love it in order for you to continue to do it and i think that if you have that mindset that's going to be the thing that will take you through more than like the motivation or the discipline. Or I don't whatever. know if that falls into the category of fitness though. <coughs> or like does. people's goals for a lot of people. I, I feel like there's going to be the people that may, maybe need to make a change. And they fucking won't love a lot of shit they're doing, but they need to do it. So but then, that's, so then that's is the thing, it it's because not... they maybe love this? So do they need to, do they need to find the love of aspects that they love being able to do play with our kids or they love being able to, uh, do something else and they need to do like I, I don't even like to call it necessary evils but they need to do something that is yeah. going to allow them to get there so mm -hmm. the love isn't they always stemming from the thing that they're doing but there's a love that's like driving them to do things it's not the love of the thing that they're doing but the result of the doing that the thing gets them yeah yeah i got that yeah you get that are you yeah, following yeah, along yeah. with me oh no i get a hundred percent so good. it's not the i don't love buying flowers they're expensive she has expensive tasting flowers. It's not the Aldi things. It's the fucking mm -hmm. the nice ones for the nice shop up the fucking up the main street, right? I don't love doing that, mm -hmm. but the the it's the result of doing mm -hmm. that. You love yeah. her feeling good. Yeah, what exactly. are you doing it for? And that's so true. it's the same things. Like I don't love assault bike intervals. I don't love that, but the result of doing so, mm -hmm. that's the thing that I love. So it's like it's yeah it's not it's not the it's not those actions yeah. mm -hmm. it's the the result of doing the actions is what that's that's the thing yeah that's that's the thing that gets you so I think if you have that if we flip that back to ChatGPT's question about mindset like if you have that mindset rather than being like oh I have to do such and such mm -hmm. or I have to do whatever well if you like either love the result or loved yourself or loved whatever just getting all happy dippy man talking about loving yourself man it's fucking it's not really about that but it's more about like the result you get from doing the things that's that if you if you've got the love from the the back end of it then the front end you'll be able to kind of suffer through <laughs> i just got an email from a flower company an expensive flower company that's Did mad you? on on the line blooming wild boys chat gbt is listening question two from chat gbt is finding balance fitness <laughs> isn't about just working out it's about finding a healthy balance between physical activity nutrition and self-care consider discussing topics like how to fuel your body properly for workouts, how to prevent burnout. This might be a good one for you, Evan, and the importance of rest and recovery. I've heard you talk about burnout before in the past and mm. maybe dealing with, deal with a lot of like nurses, shift workers. Yep. They tend to feel like they're burnt out. Totally. Burnt out as fuck. Flesh, flesh <laughs> burnt that. Burnt out as fuck. So flesh out that one. It, do you know what see that I've experienced burnout at several points in my life and see the thing is as well i think some people confuse actually experiencing burnout and then actually being burnt out i think Boredom. it's like it, it is it's slightly different <laughs> do you know what i mean like you can just be tired and things can be a bit tough and then you can actually physically be mentally and emotionally drained because mm -hmm. life is too much and when was like, that when was that for you for, for me yeah. um last week did you say last week? This morning at 7.30. Probably, I can't remember what year it would be, but it was the year I was maybe my final year of uni. I was working full-time PT. I was playing rugby as well. So that looked like I was doing 40 to 50 hours in-person training per week. So money and that was good, but I was fucking dead in my feet. But I was starting Monday to Saturday, 6 a.m. to like, 
10, 11, 12, just depending on what I was having on that day. But then also working four o'clock when I finished uni up till 10 o'clock at night and then playing rugby and then having to deal with my own training and then obviously I was in a relationship at the time and then all these other bits and bobs. I was- And why did you keep doing it? <clears throat> Dollar bill, baby. Because see the thing, like ah, uh, I think I think I've got a really good work ethic as well. Do you know what I mean? I think like, that you actually need to do that as a as a personal trainer to know like, what I don't fucking want to do anymore for several reasons. But keep going. We'll come. We'll come back to that. Yeah. So like, so that was. Um, basically when that happened and like I, I've, said, I've said this a lot covid was the best thing that's ever happened to me personally not in the world and um but to me because it forced my hands to kind of change how i how i worked and whatever um and it's now but see when you're constantly in that state of it's almost like fight or flight you're basically you're running on fumes you're running on um on nothing you you can't or it's difficult to really notice the effect that it's having on you because that's just your normal i would just get up at five in the morning i would go mm. like you know I would do the things and all day and i'd come home and and whatever might even be all over the place but that was just me for like two years you get used to it though get totally used to it and that's just my normal so then when i was removed from that i can now be like ha ah, you were fucking burnt out you're mm -hmm. probably a bit depressed you were like you were this you were that mm -hmm. and hindsight's 2020 isn't it mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then I think kind of coming back to nurses and the kind of populations and stuff that I work with, like I think a lot of nurses just accept that they go, oh, but this is just the way it is. Or everyone else Same in the ward, teachers, I think as well. Teachers is oh, teachers. definitely teachers, yeah. right? Um, oh, this is just how this is how everyone's life is. Does it have to be though? Obviously, there'll be certain things that you can't change, but there'll be behaviours and stuff in your life that you can change. It's just the friction of actually making that change that you're scared of, but you know you need to do it mm -hmm. the, facts. the quicker you do it the quicker your life gets better yeah, i think like you always so i feel there's a fine line too things there's a fine line between doing too much and doing too little as well because mm -hmm. like the more idle you become the more idle you can become i think your mental health gets affected a lot more <laughs> when you're doing fuck all and you're thinking you got a lot more time to thinking all the rest mm -hmm. of it so I think in a way it's good being busy, not obviously too busy. But then you look at like your your training, a lot of these a lot of the people, nurses and uh school teachers and, and all that, they are obviously they only know it, what to do based off a level of training. So they fall to that. They fall mm -hmm. they fall to the, the, the highest level of their training, which isn't that much. So even though they're doing all the things they're busy and all the rest of it. The, the the systems have got run about them on the serving them at all, so then they can't do anything. What's the what's the James Clear quote? So you don't you don't rise to the level of such and such. You, you fall to the level of your systems. You don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So yeah. that right. So that 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 encompasses it there. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's a lot of the issue. So when they all of a sudden start to learn systems that they can plug and play, and but their kind of level of intellect comes up around like what they can do to manage maybe burnout and doing too much and getting uh, results while you're having the schedule or the rest of it, um, things change for the for the better. I think that people's perspectives can be a bit fucked up though when it comes to attaining a result. Like an Instagram, you just go through your, you, you go to your For You page or whatever on TikTok, you just scroll through and you, just, you see all these bodies, you see all these guys lifting, you see all these buds fucking with their asses out and whatever and then you see that and then you, or you see all the transformation photos mm -hmm. that and that's every time I scroll, I scroll through Jordan like this Jordan like this it's always the asses <laughs> <laughs> he likes don't clothes. dare throw me it's under always, the bus man Katie first person, to this. First person it's bullshit John. it's bullshit Katie that is it's, it's haram <laughs> that's such haram, it's haram. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm joking mashallah um, that stuff's haram I don't go anywhere near that inshallah brothers Um what i was saying was what was i fucking saying mm, talking about lightning yeah Birds so people's perceptions are totally totally skewed and i think the whole finding balance thing can be a bit of a false perception economy is good in what way? well I'll, I'll, I'll come to that so people's people's perceptions skewed because of the you threw me off my line of fucking thinking people's perceptions skewed because of what they're seeing on social media and they think that that 
is easy to attain. Preach. Not, not that it's yeah. not that it's maybe easy to attain. They maybe think that oh, it's quite hard to attain. But the, the, this whole balance perspective that comes into it, and it's like any of the transformations that you see, or any of the physiques that you see on social media, or any of the weights that people are lifting, balance hasn't been the thing that that person's got in order to achieve that. Uh-huh. They've got quite pro- quite possibly the polar opposite. They've mm-hmm. not got balance. They've got like complete 100% dedicated commitment to that one goal in order to, to attain it. Now, is that right or wrong? That's another conversation. But people's perceptions need to change when it comes to like seeing six pack abs, seeing somebody snatch 150 kilos, seeing um, a woman lose five stone. That None of that has had balance in the equation. I would, I would agree with that. None of it's had balance in the equation. So if people want balance, then fine. Find balance. Find a happy medium where you're able to train, look after yourself, be fit, be healthy, and you'll start to become a better person for sure. But you're not going to look like such and such, or you're not going to lift like such and such, or you're not going to perform like so-and-so. So balance isn't the thing that you need if you're looking to have a result. Mm-hmm. like that it's probably sacrifice it's sacrifice it's the sa- opposite mm-hmm. so that's the thing that people need to drill into their heads and it's something that i thought for a long time it's like yeah well i want to still hang out with my pals i want to uh but i want to go out every single weekend but i want to try and play rugby at the highest level mm-hmm. well, that's not gonna happen <laughs> no, right no. all right okay i want to like compete at a really really high level in crossfit but i also want to like spend a lot of time at home spend a lot of time working mm-hmm. well that's not gonna happen you need to train for four or five hours a day like it's just these things don't go hand in hand. So, it's like comparison, right? So that's all that is. But a lot, a lot of the time, people will uh, compare themselves to like a coach, or compare themselves to Chris Bumstead, or compare themselves to a top level athletes, physical things that they're doing, right? Um, like how strong they are and all the rest of it. That's that person. A lot of times, soul thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So like either good to take inspiration for but the only person you should compare yourself with is yourself in the previous text and in, in, in the thought in the uh, future and compare yourself with that so then you can say right, well, what is my life what am i doing what can i what have i done before that a, i can either take confidence from or like learn from and then like make the changes that way but a lot of it comes down to comparison I see a lot of friction online, especially in like comment sections of like, you see a lot of videos of like people posting like the videos of like Chris Bumstead or whoever, like in these like incredible physiques. And then it's like just a, a screenshot of like a guy who's just like got an average physique. I say average, he's like in shape, like mm-hmm. more in shape than the average Joe. Mm-hmm. But like, he's just like a kind of guy that goes to the gym. And then it's like comparisons, the thief of joy and stuff like that. And I've heard lots of people kind of talk about that stuff in the past. And it's like, I was like, and it is and it isn't. It isn't, isn't. So it depends on the person. So for me, whatever I see anything, anything that I see that's like successful or high level, that drives me and that motivates me. Yep. But for a lot of people, that puts them down. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's like, I need to focus on myself and I need to do whatever. It's like, yeah, you do need to focus on yourself. But it's like, maybe sometimes you seeing those things is just making you insecure about the things that you don't have rather than just going out and getting them. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it makes people, like, people get butthurt about the result that they've not got from the work that they, they've not done. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, fucking, I've not got a six pack in that because you've been chugging Big Macs. Eating donuts, you <laughs> fat dick. <laughs> no wonder you've not got a fucking six pack. Chug, chugging Big Macs. Who is Big Mac? <laughs> <laughs> Who's chugging them? <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? Like, so see, just fucking stop worrying about what other people are doing. And That's just what I'm saying. Start yeah. like, doing the work. I get what Jordan's saying with like the full, the full. I was actually thinking about this yesterday, sitting on the couch. Just like people saying comparisons a thief of joy, and I, I do. I, I still do think it is. I still think it's it's a dangerous thing. Even though it you like, I do. Something. And I'm trying to think. And this is a question here: mm-hmm. Is taking like like looking at other people because we I, I would say we all look at other people and take inspiration and motivation from that we're quite all like the same look that way is that comparison the yeah. genuine question yeah. is it yeah i like I'll... i compare myself in every single facet of my life daily so i compare myself to what the boys got and their scores or their workout or their strength bits we are comparing on the daily is, is that comparing of course it like, is. Mm-hmm. 
Of course it is because And then, example, and then all the good things you're taking from that, is that because of the comparison? Fueling the fire. Is, is, that, fire. is, that, is that because of the comparison? Yeah, of course. Well, what else is, that is, what it? is it? I don't know. Actually, Dude, yeah. this, this, is, this is the mindset flip, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so you would, you would look at what somebody else is doing and be like, I fucking want that. So you work harder. Whereas yeah. some, some people are in that kind of the mindset of, oh, they've, they've done that. Well, I guess I'm just shy. I'm going to stop now. Yeah, I mean? and but it's not even so much that is that some people might see see someone doing doing well and not be like, oh, stop! I'm going to stop, but uh, like they don't want to see it, kind mm -hmm. of thing. They're like, so people do operate in different ways. For me, it's like I need to see that. I need to be tapped in the shoulder and be like, here, he's miles ahead of you, and I'm like, ah, well, fuck's sake. Do you, do you know what I mean? Do you know what it was? Let's I think go. for a lot of people, it's the fear of, fear of failure, right? Mm -hmm. And I was listening to I was listening to some other day, and do you know that fear is one of the only emotions slash feelings whatever you would call it that we're born with and do you know that they test babies in hospitals for fear mm. yeah so they like they'll like pretend to drop a baby and if the baby's like oh they're like that's a good thing and if the baby doesn't do that they're like, psychopath <laughs> no, maybe not psychopath but yeah, that's yeah. that's true so see like so you could boil that down to people's they don't want to people don't want to be vulnerable people don't want to put themselves out there and try the thing in case they feel look stupid or in case they feel it doesn't work or because they've failed so many times in their life before mm -hmm. so that's why they don't do it but mm -hmm. failure's all part of the process failure's your friend as it's all data isn't it? Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i think people get too caught up on like on that whereas if they do something and they fail they should just go right okay well how can i do the thing better next time or what would i change mm -hmm. and caught people don't review enough no. they, they're too emotionally volatile with failure like and they, like it's as if it's an insult on them do you know what i mean i think it's because they don't they didn't expect it to happen yeah so like, a lot of time you need to expect like don't expect anything in a way not expect to fail do you know what i mean no but i, I, I mean, don't expect yeah. to fail don't expect to win just do just do it. Just, just be. Just, mm -hmm. just be. Just be. Just heavy be, man. Just pure be, man. Just like <laughs> pure podcast thing to say, man. Just whatever will be, will be, man. It's Chocolate like, cream. Joke. <laughs> right, next question. The role of the role of fitness and mental health. So the role of not mental health. The role of fitness and mental health is a growing body of research suggesting that exercise can be a powerful tool for managing anxiety, depression, and other mental health challenges. Consider discussing the science behind this phenomenon. Science, that's a big word. And invite guests who can share their experience of using fitness to improve their mental health. I've got a couple of things I want to talk about on that. But when you go then, you... What, I kick it off? You kick it off. Right, so I'll, I'll talk from a personal standpoint because that's probably the best way that, that you can go about that. And I'm always a little bit cautious about approaching the mental health subject when talking about others because my beliefs and the way that my brain works doesn't won't resonate with everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's not the type of mindset or thing that everyone can align with. So that's why I'm always a bit wary. And, and I like to tiptoe around the mental health subject because a lot of people, I mean... I don't want to say it's a hot topic there now, but it's mm -hmm. been more discussed now than ever. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm about Can I like, just say that's a very mature thing to say? Really? You've grown as a person. Thanks. There you go. Thanks. But you're all a bunch of fucking pussies. There you go. I was waiting for it. So my approach to it in terms of um, exercise and mental health is that I feel, and I am a much better version feel? of myself. I feel. I'm very feel. Very feel. Very feel. I am a much better version of myself when I do train and it doesn't really matter in which capacity as long as I'm moving I am a better version of myself and I actually see that in others as well so like ever since Katie had Hattie she used to train like a kind of good bit a couple times a week maybe say once or twice a week um, and around a busy schedule and that was enough to keep her happy keep her motivated and keep her in the shape that she wanted to be in after any pregnancy I think it's tough as 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 not a woman we can discuss what a woman actually is uh, <laughs> but i'm not a woman so i don't know but from what i gather and from my experience it can be quite tough for a woman to find her feet again after having a baby mm -hmm. finding the confidence in her body again finding the love for training again and i'm now starting to see that in katie she's going to pilates once a week and then she's coming out the gym with me once a week so she's training twice a week and then see with her doing that for four weeks she just she's just walking a bit taller She's a bit more happy, a bit more confident, a bit of a spring in her step. So I'm beginning to see it in her as well. And it's not just like a physical thing, because how many physical changes can you make in four weeks? Not that many, right? But 
like it's it's the it's the thing that it plays up here mm-hmm. and for the guys that are not watching on youtube i'm pointing touching to my head, head. Touching, so, hat. touching my hat um that's the thing that I, so i think that for for everyone and I've, I've seen it that any form of training or movement in any capacity i'm not going to go to a reformers pilates class it's not my jam but if it's making someone feel good making someone feel good mm-hmm. so that's my two cents on it yeah i think you've hit the nail on the head with that and see the thing is as well like i've obviously had my own experiences with poor mental health good mental health going in in between the two for like a long period of time and whatever and if see if this is a very simplified term right see if you were going to be feeling shit anyway or down right and you had the choice to exercise or not to exercise you should exercise anyway because even if it doesn't affect your mental health which it will but even if it didn't you would still be in a better position does that make you see what i'm trying to say with that a million percent so i get from, confused so, so from like a kind of payoff perspective Aye, i would the, rather have the pros the thing, and cons pros and cons i would rather have the thing that that would give me anyway even if i'm going to continue to feel bad because like if you would be like future proofing your body mm-hmm. so because that will but the thing is as well we know that exercise will have a positive impact on it yeah like i've never met anybody and now you can go down the whole kind of body dysmorphia route about people not being happy with their bodies, but they're absolutely like dick skin leading with their abs out. But like, I've not met anybody that's in like peak physical condition that's like not at least a little bit happy with themselves or proud mm-hmm. of themselves mm-hmm. or happy with the level of effort that they Doesn't put mean in. that they don't have insecurities. Doesn't mean they don't have doesn't insecurities. <laughs> doesn't mean that they don't have other shit going on in their life. But if you're fat, lazy, docile, fucking just a stupid idiot just sitting on a fucking couch right just an absolute f- you, you've got away with words do yeah you know that? if you're just a fucking idiot right just sitting there doing nothing and moaning about it you're a loser mm-hmm. you're a straight up loser however if you've it's hard to adopt that loser mentality when you're getting up at six in the morning and training or you're training after a long day on the tools you've been fucking working from seven to six and you still go to the gym anyway it's hard to be a loser when you're doing shit like that when you're making choices like that but if you're making choices to fucking eat cheetos on the couch cheetos. watching a fucking seventh so episode of the so office that night, right? So <laughs> right whilst you're watching your fucking seventh episode of the office that night and you've not got off the couch since you get in from work that's a loser thing to do so no wonder you feel like shit and i've heard a th- i've heard a very popular man say that it's like if you are feeling those feelings he's like go get a six-pack first and then tell me how you feel after that now mm. i don't 100 agree with that whatsoever no, I but I, I, I understand with the underlying message that follows that mm. it's like go get in shape and go exercise and go train and go work hard and see how you feel then Mm-hmm. chances are you're going to probably start to feel a little bit more proud of the decisions that you're making yeah fact it doesn't obviously it doesn't change the fact that you can still go through mental health problems regardless of how busy you are or way out of shape you are quote unquote or in shape you are doesn't it, cha- it doesn't guarantee change but i can fucking tell you what when i was i've always been active right mental health took a massive dip in 2018 um i didn't i was still active right i was i wasn't out of shape as as I would say, I was underweight <clears throat> probably for a point, uh, and I I didn't feel better for two years. Even though I was active and trained, I still fucking felt depressed as fuck. Um, but I'll, I'll interject just quickly, right? The thing is, though, as an active guy, everybody has different like lines. So like us training once or twice a week, that's like that's that's like borderline nothing right whereas like for someone like katie if they're trained twice a week that's their top end level would you say at that stage you're at your bottom end level of like what you were capable of i'm still training all the time were you mm-hmm. but were you but were you training training or were mm-hmm. you just going through the motions like like so this is what i'm saying i wasn't going through the motions i was still training um 2018 I, like on and off maybe just with injury and stuff but 2019 it was still my mental was still was probably getting worse to be honest I was still training mm, all the time mm. um but it doesn't uh, how would it have been if i wasn't is where i'm going Aye, that's right, right. Yeah, so yeah, how would yeah. it have been if i wasn't fucking training and yeah. i wasn't looking after my diet and i wasn't still out, like in the fitness in the fitness space and stuff like that because i still very much was how would i have been mm. i'd have probably been a lot worse do you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. regardless if you're going through stuff mentally just now listening to this podcast 
even if you're training stuff, you're listening to John, you're like, well, I'm fucking doing all these things. Why do I not feel good, right? Like, just bear with it. Yeah, because that's... you will eventually feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I definitely feel better. I would say my mental health is probably right now the worst it's been in, like, a long time. Why would you say that? It just is, mate. Like, I don't know. Like, even though I'm doing things and stuff, I'm more anxious than I've ever been. 100%. I'll be openly honest with you. I'm so anxious, right? I don't know why. Where does it... Where do you think it comes from? I think it's not... I think it's um, I think working from home is a massive massive part we were of it. talking about that in the, on mm. the it's a massive part of it. Mm. just being in the house all the time I don't I'm, I'm, I was, I'm the kind of person who grew up was like out all the fucking time I was never in the gaff right mm-hmm. even when I PT'd I was usually first client nine back home at half nine I was just out the day out, out 12 and a half hours all the time mm-hmm. for years right I was PT'd obviously one to one in one, one capacity for years and I feel like almost like I felt really good. I felt good being around people. So I feel like no being in this podcast for the last three weeks hasn't helped as well. Mm. This was like, good to see the boys, man. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Tours where I get I get to sit and chat and all the rest of it. So, um, and I'm not saying like there's nobody in this to worry about it. Like my mental health. When I, say <laughs> it's okay. the, when I say it's the worst it's been a while, it's because it, it was really good for a while. Do you know what I mean? Really, really good. So like, uh, but what where I'm trying to get to with us is I actually recognise the differences. So, there's no comparison to how my mental health was in 2018, 2019, and 2020 to when I'm what I'm talking about now uh-huh. because I, I didn't even know my mental health was really bad mm-hmm. then, right? Because like, I was in it, yeah, but yeah, I knew I'm it. aware yeah, if yeah. I maybe no having like I, I, I'm saying I'm, I mean only the last couple of weeks my mental health has felt like this, and I think it is just cabin fever being stuck in, even though I'm training, even though I'm doing things. Last week I did take a week off the gym, so maybe first week in God knows how long, maybe that's affected it and why. Mm. This week I'm like mm-hmm. a bit more anxious. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I like? Mm. See if you were following my social media during the pandemic. I don't want to say it in case it gets flagged, mm-hmm. right? And um, I was on my speaking on my stories all the time. This is something that I've noticed that recently. That I, I'd, be, I'd be on camera all the time, like having a laugh and whatever. And I think the past couple of years has probably made me a little bit more anxious mm-hmm. as well. So now I'll maybe jump in my stories. I'll, st- I'll still do it and whatever, but I'm a lot more anxious about it than I used to be. Whereas during COVID and stuff, I'd like bum every two seconds. Obviously, because we had more time, but I've got I've got that time than now anyway because I work I work online. Do you know what I mean? So I think, but I've noticed. Basically, what I'm saying is I've noticed myself being a little bit more probably kind of insular in mm. what I'm doing, and I'm not posting as inshallah. much. As, inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. And, uh, and I'm not posting as much as you. I used to post twice a day. Yeah. But I, I feel, I actually feel that social media is a difficult place to work just now. Do you think that the anxiety that, because I get, when I feel any form of anxiety, it always comes from the things that I'm not doing. Mm. And I, I always get anxious about the things that I am avoiding. So I get anxious about, so if I'm not posting social media, I get anxious about it and I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. If I have not responded to clients quick enough, I get anxious about it, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. If I've not done outbound, like, mm-hmm. you see all the things that I'm avoiding I'm, training. I'm exactly so that. I think that any form, and I don't know if you guys are the same, but any form of anxiety that I've had, whether it be in the past, whether it be about things about money, whether it be about things about work, whether it be things about training, it's always because of the things that I've not done mm-hmm. and the things that I've avoided and the things that I've put in the bottom drawer and thought, I'll get back to that later. And then when later never comes and then mm-hmm. the anxiety gets bigger. So like I've often found is that the things that you confront diminish. So the things that you face head on diminish and the things that you avoid expand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the things that you're just putting to the side, they often just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger before you feel like it's a beast that's so big that you can't even fucking tackle it anymore. I agree with that completely. Yeah. So no. it's like and it and it and it, it takes the and it the longer you avoid it, the harder it is to confront. So the longer that you're putting something, the longer that you're putting it's off putting like on your stories. It's just that it becomes bigger, scarier. Yeah. No. The longer that you don't post in your stories, the the more of the beast that that becomes. Even though it's such a small, when you think about it, what, post on a story? Like, it, it seems it's such a small, insignificant task, but the longer you avoid it and then the bigger it gets, the more you're like, ah, fuck. I agree with that so much, man. It's, it's, it's mad. And, it always, and I always catch myself. Whenever I'm feeling that, I always think to myself, like, well, why am I feeling that way? It's like, because I'm avoiding something. And it's just getting over that hump of just fucking doing it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I would agree. Always. I would agree, man. Always, man. Wrap that up. Wrap up, up, up. Yeah. I wanted to finish on a slightly happy or not. On you go. People think Danny's going to fucking... I know, I'm all right, by the way. I just say that? <laughs> I realise, like, when I say... I'm just meaning in general. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I guess... I guess what happens when you go through shit is you do recognise your mental health, and that's a good thing. 
they give you recognizing mental health isn't good it means you can fucking do something about it do you know what i mean it means you can start working on it yeah, like yeah. jordan says be more active and i've no doubt like i do when i'm running i feel like that's a form of meditation so then i think you, you clear your thoughts a bit better but definitely more movement usually is, is very much more medicine do you know this is probably a good time to say check in your pals as well mm-hmm. yeah and that, that's not just the um look at us we're doing the mental health card thing but no seriously because remember 100 percent we spoke about this yeah, 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 yeah. checked uh, in and danny and asked again look you're real all right mate yeah. do you know what i mean then that was enough to be like no i'm not i regret like a baby i think the fucking phone man. Well, this, uh, it's actually but, quite a, a funny thing you mentioned is that well this this past week i won't dive into the story obviously i've told i've told you boys as well but we'll maybe talk about the story another time but i was experienced with some pretty mad news recently and like that was the first time aside from hattie being born that i'd like burst into like tears mm-hmm. proper like just it just like hit me like a ton of bricks and i think that i don't often avoid feelings like that but i always like check myself whenever things like that come into my head or whenever things like appear shit whenever shit hits you mm-hmm. right whatever that may be whether that be somebody dying or whether that be like you getting news that you weren't expecting or fucking whatever the police knock your door down something happens right that didn't happen to me uh, <laughs> but like something <laughs> happens that you weren't expecting and i think that like in the past i wouldn't as such bury those things but i would try and be like and brush them off Aye. and i Did think that's like, like i'm a fucking man i'll just nah I'll it's not that because like, i think it takes more of a man to accept his emotions than mm-hmm. i think it takes less of a man to, to hide them mm-hmm. you're like less of a man if you're not willing to like yeah. explore your emotions but this thing hit me and it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks and I was greeting my eyes out and I was like in front of Kay and I was just like she's only ever seen me cry one other time and it was like tears of happiness when Hattie was born mm-hmm. this is the first time she's ever seen me like cry I cry weekly hey. I'm a crier I was I was watching cats on TikTok and I was crying <laughs> were you? fuck's sake <laughs> fucking hell now that is not manly <laughs> but um, so when that when that happened it gave me an enormous insight of like perspective and perspective on things and about how these small insignificant tasks that can cloud us and get the better of us see when you hear news like that and you weren't expecting to hear news like that it's like you understand what really actually matters it's sobering you under it's fucking perfect word evan is sobering genuinely like sobers you up and it really really just puts it into perspective like mate what the fuck am i worrying about mm-hmm. Who, who the fuck actually even cares do you know what i mean so that's the we'll, we'll end on that as a slightly happier note but that's the i'm getting emotional thinking about it i'm not gonna lie us up. i'm not wrapping this up i'm about to start crying <laughs> uh, anyway that was the episode of the no rep podcast did we even say it episode <laughs> that was the episode, <laughs> the episode. <laughs> that was episode number 37 here we go i think 37 this year's goal Right, if we, we can't take any more breaks like that, this year's goal is 100. Oh, shit. I said 100 reps. Do we have enough weeks for that? We're going to make it fucking work. I know Double there's up. like 20 weeks left in the year. Double up. That's still 40. So, episode math. 37. <laughs> episode 37. I have been your fabulous host, Jordan, um, with Nathaniel. Thank you. And Evan. For listening. Before we go, um, I want to ask you guys a couple of things. Um, this show grows. Not things. Cut a thing. Um, this show grows when you guys share it and when you guys like it and when you guys comment on it. Like sharing it with your friends. The, the word of mouth is the biggest thing that, that, that grows the podcast. We mm-hmm. don't have any sponsors. We are homegrown. We are open to sponsors though. Are we? It depends what it is. Depends, who depends it is. what they can give us. Optimum nutrition. Fucking, I'll just call them it anyway. They keep they keep fucking DMing me. Do you want to be part of our ambassador program? Do a fuck. Pay for our podcast, maybe. Yeah, do mm-hmm. a fuck. Stop messaging me. Get out my DMs. You look thirsty. <laughs> I need a pee. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so make sure you share us. Um, lots of love. We're all all right. Sad boys today. Um, we'll see you guys soon. Ciao. Peace. Inshallah.